Welcome to round two of Motorsport Monday. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie joins me. We'll keep this short. Just a little, um, probably Monday afternoon when this comes out because life got in the way this weekend. This week, we're going to touch real brief on some Formula E news before they go. They, they just wrapped up. Where was the race this weekend? I still haven't watched it. Doubleheader in Berlin at the Tempelhof Airport Circuit. Yes, I'll be watching that tonight. And after that is what's next? Um, I think we have a few weeks off. Yeah. But the next round That's a good question. Let me find out for you. I'm I'm looking it up as well. You can see we're doing this in, in real time with, with zero notes because it's just been that kind of we're going Day. to Jakarta for the first time in Indonesia oh, on okay. June 4th. So we've got, uh, a, got a, a few weeks. Yeah, a few weeks off. All right. So I'm not going to spoil the race results from this weekend, even though I know a little bit of them since I haven't watched it yet. Maybe next week we'll kind of talk about like what we saw in Formula E race. But there's a little bit of news to get to, including our friends at Andretti. So I don't know which one you want to start with. Uh I'll let you pick. We can start with Andretti. All right. Um, so their Andretti Autosport, it's, I guess the Avalanche Andretti Formula E team. I feel like it's like the Colorado Avalanche partnered with Andretti. <laughs> no, it's some it's some uh, cryptocurrency, of course. I think, like service. Um, I guess I need to look more into that. I think that's what it is. But I'm pretty so, sure you're right. I'm so vague on like the whole cryptocurrency industry still. I don't care enough about it. But so they were partnered with BMW from 2018 through um, last year, actually. And this year, they're still running BMW powertrains. Uh, but next year, when we go to the Gen 3 cars, they are going to partner with Porsche and start running Porsche powertrains. And I so like it's, yeah, it's kind of a cool tie up. I think they've, they've had a relationship. I mean, Andretti and Porsche kind of goes back to when... I don't know. I know Mario ran and Michael ran Lama with Porsche at some point. Yeah. And I know John Andretti won Daytona. In a This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Porsche. Okay. So we've got so, some history. Yeah. So it'll be interesting because the Porsche powertrain has been pretty successful. And yeah. I mean, in terms of at least Jake Dennis, uh, Oliver Askew, I think, is still getting his 
feet under him in the series has been yeah. really competitive. So I think with a, a solid powertrain under him, it'll he'll be competitive. I dig it. I like it. And maybe I'll root for them next year. But our other bit of, I guess, kind of bigger Formula E news is the acquisition of one team by another team. And I'll let Frenchie explain. Yes. So for some reason, and we're, we've seen this, I guess, in terms of Audi as well and BMW, German manufacturers who are actually <laughs> pushing towards electric vehicles are just kind of leaving Formula E, which is not really a good sign. I don't know where they're going to head with their electric technology, maybe to WEC or something like that. But we are seeing Mercedes leave the series next year. And so the Mercedes EQ Formula E team is going to close its doors, but not really because the team's assets are going to be purchased by McLaren. And uh, the head of the team, uh, Ian James, is going to stay on and lead that effort. So they'll have all those assets to move forward with. And I think that'll give McLaren a jump start because Mercedes has been really good and they're the powertrain to have this season. And I think I saw that that change would likely bring at least one driver change on the team. I think Renee Rast was rumored to be heading into the team. So we'll keep an eye on that. I kind of, I, I like this formula E silly season cause it's, it's may and their season ends in like six months. So it's like the longest racing silly season. I mean, not really. There's already stuff going on for IndyCar, but it's pretty damn close. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Is there anything else Formula E? We'll, we'll talk about the Gen 3 car release at some point. That deserves its own 10-minute episode, but it's a radical redesign, to say the least. I think it's kind of cool, but is there any other quick Formula E news we can squeeze in here? Yeah, I guess the other one that we heard maybe a week or so ago, two weeks ago, is that Stoffel Van Dorn, who's one of the current yeah. um, Mercedes Formula E drivers and who actually has a connection with McLaren, surprisingly enough, is going to um, the Penske Dragon team Oof. next season. Oof. And actually, they're they're going to partner with DS, who are with uh, DS to Cheetah right now. So I think hopefully we'll see an improvement in form from the Dragon Penske team. But yeah, they've been kind of languishing in the back for many years now. They're the polar opposite of Penske perfect. They're like Penske imperfect. <laughs> that was really lame we're gonna end we're gonna end this there hope everybody enjoyed round two of motorsport monday we'll be back hopefully next week with another one of these depending on how indycar and qualifying all works out this weekend everybody have a lovely week of racing have you ever wanted to know how to win a formula one grand prix I mean really know, know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the 
the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.